Peace, everyone. Uh, give me a second here. Alright, just let me know if you can uh, hear me. I think I'm live. I'm doing something a little different today. So, um... Yeah, I'm doing something a little different today. So, loud and clear. Alright, cool. Give thanks, Kasia. Yeah, I know the, um... The volume has been an issue, uh, so I'm actually doing it a little different today. So, um, I don't know. It may it may not be as clear as it should be, or it may not be as loud. We'll find out later. But, uh, or I guess I'll find out later when I, when I look back at it. But um, as long as you can hear me, that's the most important thing, right? Um, yeah, peace, uh... Ia Alda Ray, Barbara Logan, uh, Precious Mom, uh, Sister Moksha, Shannon, you know, she loved me in the dawning, Plant OG, you know, Esme, always ready and prepared, Internet Saver, Savior, took back your message, okay, um, Sister Manera, as always, let's see who else, YG Gutter, up doing your music, you know, that we can't wait to listen to. Uh, Creshawn, peace, peace, peace. Nikki Love, Baba Cruz, you know. Uh, Sister Andrine, all the way from up top. <laughs> you know, um, give thanks, man. Glad I'm glad. Uh, Sister Joyce Isley, yeah, you know, fight the power. Sister Joyce Isley, you know. I think I'm, I know there's a bit of a delay probably, but I think I'm, I'm, uh, catching you decent enough time, you know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna try to do it, I'm gonna try to do it like this. Uh, I think I have more options. Uh, peace, Sister Deidre, Iris McCabe, uh, if I said that right, if it's McCabe or McCab, feel free to correct me. I don't like messing up people's names. Um... James Gadabaki, peace. Alex Legant, the glove. Greetings to you as well. You know, greetings to everyone. I'm going to glance over. I got the chat now up steady. Um, normally I have it kind of coming in and out. But uh, I think I'll be able to see you for the, uh, for the, for the long haul, if you will. Um... So yeah, man. Um, we're coming to our to our uh, last day of the strong. Well, coming up to our last day of the strong, and uh, I will that you all finishing out strong and not finishing it weak. But um, you know, I want to just give you a, a quick note too before I I continue forward, and that's that um, you know, peace, Miss B. Bajan, <laughs> Barbados. Well, you, you, I could say it because you said it. Uh, <laughs> but I wanted to give you a quick note on on uh, the uh, solstice solstice um, cleansing and fasting that we're doing as I knew, you know, because some of you have asked about it. And um, there'll be a there'll be a Q and A. This uh, I'm sorry, I'm just moving the chat around a little bit so I can that screen up while I'm doing other things. So just give me a second. I told you I'm doing something a little different. I'm kind of 
testing it out on y'all, to be honest with you. <laughs> so, uh, I tested it a little bit yesterday, but I didn't have um, all the time. Oh, Miss McCabe. Okay, thank you. That was correct. That I wanted to devote to it. You know, when I'm doing things like this, this, you know, free stuff that I do, you know, I consider this free. You know, I'm not charging for this. There's no membership um, subscription on my YouTube channel yet. Maybe I will one day. I don't know. Um, but um, I there's a certain amount of time that I devote to um, experiences like this, the free experiences as opposed to my actual work day. So uh, yesterday I set up something, but I didn't really test it all the way through. I had so much going on. But um, so, like I said, this it may it may get a little peace, peace, Baba Victor. It may get a little janky here and there. You know, uh, we'll, we'll we'll suffer through it. Right? Um, so yeah, man. You know, one of the things I wanted to share as we're going into the solstice and we're going into this fast, which is so important. You know, I wanted to really peace, Ama, peace, Baba Ma. I know you left a um. You, you left a thing in the chat, comment in the chat. For some reason, YouTube kind of blocked it and then let, wouldn't let me approve it. You didn't say anything crazy. It was just like emojis. And that might have happened to some of the other ones. I haven't blocked anybody's chats or anything like that, just so you know. But sometimes they, you know, um, it's the algorithm, the way it perceives things. But anyway, yeah, man, going into this fast... Uh, one of the things that I wanted to share as we're building, you know, like I said, Anu is doing it. So you got a, you got a whole crew of people doing it with you. You don't have to feel like you're alone. Good morning, me, myself, and I. You know, um, you don't have to feel like you're alone in it. You know, you may feel, you know, a little, well, it might be your first fast. And peace, Cole33. Cole33 was the first one to ever give a super chat. I'll never forget you. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, Cold 33 reminded me. I had, I didn't even know I had it on there. I, mean, I knew I set it up, but it's been so long. And then I saw, I was like, oh, that's right. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the awakener. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man. So, one of the things about the fast, like I say, maybe a new one. And we're going to have a, a information session at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern today on the Anu Life Global Ministries channel. It's not going to be on this channel. I'll put a link to that channel. We haven't set up the pre-scheduled link yet. So I will put up. Oh, oh, it's Daisy. Daisy L? Or I'm not, I'm not going to say your last name. But does your last name start with an L? Um, but anyway. So, yeah, I'll put the link to the channel in the description. Because we don't have the link to the... Um, to, to the actual pre-schedule yet, right? But that, but the, the channel is youtube.com forward slash Anu Life Global Ministries. It's the whole, the whole word, ministries. Anu Life Global Ministries. All right, so, um, you know, building on that, you know, build, oh, okay, yeah, 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 I know you are. <laughs> um, yeah, Daisy L., all right, so building on that, you know, I wanted to speak about something, man. Um, you know, when I first started to read biblical scripture, I came into it, maybe, 
and I don't know if it was late or not, but, um, you know, I was reading the Quran a lot longer than I was reading um, the Bible and other books as well. You know, I mean, I read Aesop's fables like they were holy scripture, <laughs> you know, uh, as a youth. So when I got into reading the Bible, I was I was very interested in more of the what I would consider to be the militaristic aspects of that text. I wasn't really as interested at that time. Peace, Levet, give thanks. I wasn't as interested at that time in like the, the moral stories and, and things like that. Not, you know, not yet. That that came, you know, a little later in life. But I was more interested in, you know, how to build myself as a warrior, you know, from that from that particular information. Um, so, you know, I remember one of the stories that always like stuck out to me, um, aside from the story of Job and Solomon, like it, well, there was a couple of stuck out to me, sorry. So, but one, one of the main things, um, I remember was the, the fast for 40 days and 40 nights, you know, by the way, is the video freezing? Is it like freezing and then going? Does, is, is the video jittery? Just let me know. I know it's it's delayed and buffered. I know that for sure. But uh, is it like stopping and going? Is it freezing? But uh, like I said, I'm testing something out. I'm doing something a little different. Um, but I have a feeling it is. But anyway. So what was I going to say? So yeah. So that was one of the things... No freezing. Oh, okay, cool. Thank you. Oh, it is it is freezing, Kashia. All right, well, <laughs> I, I guess three's a charm. Nikki, love. Yeah, everybody says it's freezing. Okay, yeah. Okay, so I guess it is freezing. It lags. The audio is clear. Though. All right, cool. As long as the audio is clear, then we good. I'll, I'll fine-tune. Joyce Isley says it's good. That's interesting. Okay, so it's freezing for some, not for others. All right. I, I, I'll, I'll fine-tune it another time. Um enough video to maintain a smooth stream okay all right I, 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 I'll work on it when I get a moment as long as you can hear me that's 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 all I that's all I really care about to be honest with you um so yeah the 40 days and 40 night fast was always very interesting to me because um like one of the first times um, peace, Tracy. One of the first times it's clear. Okay. Yeah. I think it's popping up and down differently for different people. But one of the first times I ever did a fast, uh, well, maybe like the third or fourth time I did a fast, I actually did a 40 day fast because I, I was always into numerology, not numerology. No, I was into mathematics and, um, I was interested in what that 40 day effect would have on the body. So I did a 40 day water fast, you know, um, peace, Baba Vermont, you know, um, yeah, I did a 40 day water fast just because I read 40 days and 40 nights. So I'm like, all right, well, let's see what the 40 will do to, to, to a person, you know, regardless of what, you know, health experts are telling me 40 days would do to a person. Right. So I did that fast, you know, and that was, uh, that was pretty uh, amazing, you know, um, and I've done it again, you know, after that. But, uh, you know, the level of sacrifice you have to go through, especially like if you're 
a very active person. At that time, I was um, really heavy in, into, you know, the fighting arts and just, you know, working out my calisthenics. And I think I was lifting weights at that time. So 40 days on water, I just, I deflated, <laughs> you know, peace, peace, Chris, you know, um, peace, Eddie, as well. See you there. So, um, you know, like I was saying, so one of the things that always interested me, though, about that particular narrative was the whole piece with um, the adversary coming to Yahweh Shai when he when he emerges out of his fast and obviously he's hungry and he's like, yo, um, you know, he, he tempts him with a couple of things, but then he was, he shows him all of the nations of the world. And he said, I'll give you all of them. You can have all of them. Right. And you know, it, it got me thinking back then. And I was like, yo, all he can really give you is human things. And of course that took me to set in ancient Kemet you know, and, and, and being that deity of materialism or that deity of thought and memory and ego, you know, all, all that adversary can ever offer you, offer you with things that are physical. And sometimes we screw up our own birthrights because we make these physical deals and we exchange our spirit for physical, you know, or we exchange our innate morality, our innate values, our innate piety, our innate righteousness for a sandwich. (laughs) <laughs> you know, um, now that sandwich can represent many different things, you know, but even when you live in a time where surveillance is a high priority item within your social structure, you know, um, there's a lot of things that we give up so people can spy on us, whether it be we want to have certain kind of phones or, you know, we want to, um, get certain vouchers or, you know, we want to be able to, um, get certain things in our district and whatnot. And we give up a lot of information, a lot of our own personal selves. We dive or we deposit into the beast for, uh, their beastly rewards and their beastly rewards are always, um, change the chat here so I can see everything. Yeah. Their beastly rewards are always something physical, right? So, when I was reading that law, it was when I say law, law, it's L O R E. I'm saying not L A W, just the way I pronounce it. Um, so when I was reading that law, it was very interesting to me, you know, in terms of like what we give away a lot of times when we're when we're presented with opportunities to ascend and ascend, you know, and in, into a into a, a higher or more purposeful or more poignant spiritual position. A lot of times we sacrifice it for something physical because we don't realize that there's something better about us, right? Or that (laughs) the universe has been trying for a long time to bring a Messiah through our bloodlines. And then we keep blocking it because we keep trading off our opportunity to raise and rear a Messiah we keep trading that off for, again, a free sandwich, right? So um, I always thought it was very poignant, you know, when you look at certain things like that. And then it would take me to, I remember I had a, I had a, a brother I used to kind of debate back in the days when I was younger, but he was a Hebrew Israelite. And, um, you know, at the time, I did not, I, I never really identified as anything. 
you know, so, um, you know, it was just, uh, but he used to like to, like, my friends knew he was a Hebrew Israelite, so whenever we were around, they would always call him over, and they'd be like, uh, yeah, speak that, you know, spit that ish, you know what I mean, like, to kind of mess with me, you know what I mean, and uh, because back then, I wasn't really trying to, I would study the, the Bible, but I wasn't really trying to hear it, <laughs> you know, like, because most of the people who were uh, coming with that information to me just had a, a good time, good time Jesus perspective. You know what I mean? And and like I said, when I began studying, it was from a very militaristic point of view. So I recognize um, the creator's chosen people as as being a warrior people. So when you come to me with this good time story, you know, and he loves you. And I'm like, get like, no, he doesn't love everybody. Like, we can prove that he came back for his own. He's coming back for his own. He ain't coming back for everybody. Don't get that John 3.16 confused, right? So I wasn't really trying to, you know, good dawning, Mama Marva. Good dawning to you and the grandbabies. Um, I wasn't really trying to hear it at that time. You know, um, I, I'm really still not trying to hear it. <laughs> To be honest, I'm still really not not too interested in good time, Jesus. Um, but uh, one of the things that always I was very interested in was the Hebrew Israelite relationship with the concept of of Esau. You know, Esau and even the Edomites, and you find another great example there as well as someone selling something or trading something that's precious you know, um, for something physical. You know, remember when Esau came in from the field and Jacob had made that soup and he was like, yo, I'm famished, I'm going to die. You know, and, and Esau was like, all right, cool. I mean, Jacob was like, all right, cool. I'll give you the soup, which was meat soup. You know, I'll give you the soup if you sell me, your, if you trade me your birthright. So basically, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a, I'm a trade your birthright your high-level divinity, your high-level potential, the potential and possibility to bring the Messiah through your bloodline, we're going to trade that for something physical, for some soup. You see? So I always thought that was very poignant. I always got a lot out of that, that, um, that particular narrative when you coupled it later with the, the, the New Testament story of coming out of the wilderness wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights and someone and him being tempted of, you know, some physical sustenance. And, you know, what was interesting about that with that particular story, because again, you know, like I said, I was very interested in, you know, dude, he would always talk about, yeah, you know, cause Esau and he, and I, man, I don't want to hear that, man. <clears throat> like spit something else, <laughs> you know? And I, Excuse me. At that time, I was running heavy, you know, the nation of gods and earths. So my whole perspective was a bit different. It was, you know, like I need I need some scientific proof, man. Like I'm not trying to hear your fairy tales, bro. You know, what I mean, like you citing this stuff as if it's a matter of fact. But dig up a bone, something, man. Show me a show me a few a, a, a tomb because I can I can show you tombs of my heroes. In fact. I remember telling him, like, yo, the, the, the people who I consider to be spiritual authorities and that I consider to be heroes, I can go introduce you to them right now. You know what I mean? Like, where, where's your people at? 
you know. So I just wasn't really trying to hear too much of what he had to say, but um, and I still ain't trying to hear too much, of that. <laughs> you know. But uh, but you know, yeah, there is some value in in and and not only the stories but the history because when you study <laughs> when you study Jacob and Esau, you'll know why cops get off after killing a woman or stepping on somebody's neck or putting their knee on somebody's neck, you know, or pumping somebody full of 41 bullets, you'll understand clearly what's happening. You'll understand clearly the, um, the, the hostility and the resentment between those two lines, because everything, peace, aloe, come here, aloe, did I get that right? Or do you need to give it to me phonetically? <laughs> I know I got the last one right. The last one is not is was not a challenge for me. Um but yeah, you catching you catching me live. Uh 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 jittery live because I'm doing something a little different um with, with the way I'm doing it. So I know it's probably blurry and freezing, but yeah, we up in here. <laughs> but um <clears throat> like I was saying. You know, so what what happens is that, like I said, if you if you if you can read that book and understand that it's not just a book of parables and allegories and, you know, um, morality it's actually a history book. Oh, give thanks, Poppy Oshun. Appreciate that. Yeah, man. Appreciate that. Big time. Give thanks. You know, uh, lighten up the boards, as a uh, Haitian queen uh, was saying that day, you know, peace to Niku, you know, um, but yeah, when you recognize it, like, no, this is a history book, but it ain't everybody's history. That's the trick. It's not everybody's history. You know, uh, we'll, we'll maybe get into that another time. I, I teach that with my new people, but there's things that they that they learn and that I teach them that I don't talk about in the public because everything ain't for public consumption. Let's just put it that way. So, um, so yeah, when you start to understand, like, yo, dude sold his birth line for some for some meat you know for soup alohe oh give thanks alohe like aloha but alohe or alohi is it alo alo see because i would have said cheat yeah give you you gotta break it down some more <laughs> is it alohi or alohe i'm sorry i know we, we pausing but you know i i like to get people's names right um, peace, peace, Baba Hassan. Peace, 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 peace. But yeah, man. So you think about all the other ways that we do the same thing. You know, like there are people who will abort a baby because, you know, they feel that their career can't stand that right now. You know, not only is that a form of, of, of human sacrifice, child sacrifice, sacrificing your children to Molech. But that's also a form of trading or or trading your bloodline for meat, right? Because one of the things when you when you break it down in the Hebrew, it said that Esau despised his birthright. Now, the word despised it, it, it breaks down a little bit different. It it means disregarded his bloodline. Like he, he thought nothing of it, he cared nothing about it. And you know, the thing about it was so important for us. And this is like part of our body consciousness and everything. One of the important things about it is that when you 
don't see. This is inevitable. This is inevitable. You know, Peace Juanisha. You took your last name off your thing, huh? Okay, that's good. Yeah, Peace Juanisha. Good dawning to you. Um, when you do not see the purpose for something, you will abuse it. There's no getting around it. It's inevitable. If you do not see the purpose for something, you're going to abuse it. You know, that's what sometimes when we're children, older people will come along if we're touching something and they'll like run up. Oh, no, don't touch that. Do you know what that is? First thing I ask, do you know what that is? That's the first thing they'll say, you know, to a child. You know what that? Um, no. Okay. Well, let me show you what it is. Right. If they're kind old people, if they're mean, they'll just be like, well, stay away from it. You know, but if they're kind, they'll say, yeah, let me show you what it is. Right. <clears throat> so. Sometimes the same thing happens with us because we don't understand our purpose. We abuse ourselves because we don't understand the value and the purpose of our bloodline. We abuse our birthright. You see, so he was willing to sell his birthright because he he, and he despised it, meaning he disregarded it because he didn't understand the purpose of it. He didn't understand the value and the purpose of bringing forth the Messiah for his people who were going to restore balance. He didn't understand what it was to bring forth Haru who would restore balance, restore my aunt, right? So not knowing your purpose, not knowing your place in the universe, not, not being able to, it's a GPS positioning. Where am I in the universe? What is my place? So forth and so on. Not being able to determine that is critical because when you can't determine that, you're going to inherently abuse yourself. You're going to abuse your path. You're going to abuse your line. You know, um, a Muslim brother, what you saying, Mama Marla? A Muslim brother one, at one time told me, if you don't see yourself in that book, leave it alone. I would agree. Yeah, I would, I would absolutely agree. Um, if you don't see yourself, if you don't see, if you don't see that it's, it's your history, it's a history lesson. You know, then, uh, yeah, you need to get some more instruction on 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 that one. Um, like I say, you know, that book is like Carter G. Wilson's, you know, um, I mean, I'm sorry, W.E. Du Bois, The Souls of Black Folk, because that's what that book is about. The soul journey of black people. I'm using the word black for a reason. Peace, Arisha. So, yeah, man, you know, the thing about knowing purpose and knowing the value of the bloodline, like I said, it keeps you from abusing it. And we abuse ourselves a lot. You know, we all do it, you know, and um, sometimes even in these experiences, these learning experiences, peace, peace, brother Antonio. Sometimes even in these learning experiences, we do it. You know, um, I've seen so many times people do videos and do lives and I'm not talking about y'all, um, but like people just sit and stare or they do workshops and stuff and people just sitting there with this dead look on their face like people are up there for their for their health you know like not realizing that this is an interactive experience so that we can all rise to where we're trying to get to <clears throat> you know so that's a form of abuse of yourself not understanding your purpose within a space why am i even here you know why have i even showed up why have I even woke up today? Like, and then yesterday I spoke to you about your talents, your talents being your eyes, your fingers, your arms, your feet, your legs, 
you know, your toes. Those are your talents, right? So if I don't understand the purpose for my talent, I'm going to abuse my talent, you know? And sometimes we don't realize that the abuse of, ta of talent or the abuse of, of purpose is a form of spiritual and celestial disobedience. And the reward for celestial disobedience is death and demise. Doesn't work any other way. Now, in that book, they say the wages for sin is death. The wages for sin is death. But it means the same thing. Sin is disobedience against the creator. You know, when you decide that you know better than the creator. That's that's what sin is. You know, arm, leg, leg, arm, head. Exactly. You know, um, yeah, some people get the codes in what I'm saying. <laughs> some people get it. <laughs> You got to have, yeah, you got to have layers to it, you know? Um, but yeah, um, you know, I really just wanted to build with you on that today. I'm not going to be too long because I have a feeling the video's all messed up anyway. <laughs> I don't know if this method was the one to, to, to keep. I don't, I'm not sure. Um, I have to, when I, I have to look back at it. Peace, Miss Cindy Jones, private eye. I have to go back and look at it, see if it makes sense. But, um, yeah, man, I just really wanted to kind of put you up on that, man. You know, as we're going into this fast, as we, as we're going into this equinox season, you know, kind of really just, <clears throat> excuse me, put you up on the idea of like, are you respecting your purpose or are you disregarding and despising your bloodline? Do you recognize that the purity and the value of your bloodline is what the creator utilizes to bring the messiahs forth. You see? And if you the video has to oh the video has stabilized. Okay, cool. All right. Cool. All right. I I right. thank you for letting me know, Kashia. I thought it was still choppy and I didn't want to put y'all through I would keep putting y'all through a choppy video. Um I can't see it. Uh, the way I'm I'm doing this. You know, but could the Messiah come to me? You know, or do you have the mind like Esau, where it's like, man, I ain't never going to be nothing more than what I am. So here, give me give me the, the, the material sustenance and you can have this birth line. You see? <laughs> give me the good credit and you can have all this melanin. You know, or make me less, less threatening to American society and I won't mate with women anymore. I'll do a different kind of alternative thing. Because it's just easier. I know I ain't never going to get, uh, you know, harassed or anything like that if I represent uh, the total succumbing and subjugation of what your, your your idea and your notion of supremacy implies. I'll stop my bloodline right here with me. You see? So, um... That temptation after your fast and coming out of the woods or that wilderness or that desert and having that entity say, I will give all these things to you. All these things. What? If, if I serve you, you know what I mean? If I serve you, but you, you are an archetype of materialism. So if I serve you, I'll only be serving materialism. And that. That goes in the, in the twinkling of an eye. You know, 
here's something, you know, interesting. You know, if you, if you, right now, if you laid down, if you went outside into the grass, you know, if you got some grass near you, I hope you do, or the soil, and you lay down on top of it, you know, eventually you would become soil. Eventually, you'd become soil. And people wouldn't even know after the time that you were there. They would just, it would just be uneven dirt there. Right? Now, you think about all the things that you sacrifice. All of the blessings and the power that's inside of you that you sacrifice to serve something that if it lays down in the dirt long enough, it becomes dirt. I mean, just just give it a thought for a moment. And of course, we ain't talking about if you go outside for 10 minutes or 20 minutes, you're going to turn into dirt. I'm not saying that. But I think you get where I'm I'm, I'm coming from. You know, I, I hope you get where I'm coming from. You know, it's kind of like that saying we always say, you know, you can lead you can lead a, a, a hole to Amsterdam, but you can't make a hole. No, that's not the one. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Right. And then there's always that flip side where the horse kind of gets upset for you disrespecting it like that. You know, and it says, well, well, you can lead a human to laws and values, but you can't make it. Think. I guess would be the word. <laughs> the horse says, now nah, you're going to put that on me. Because I'm not really the one with the problem. I drink the water. You got the problem. <laughs> so so the horse kind of flips it around. You know what I mean? You know, the horse kind of flips it around. But, you know, like I'm saying, um, I hope you can see where that's, where that's going, you know, in that sense. But, um, yeah, we got to be able to start seeing that um, there's value in the blood. That's why we're not supposed to be drinking the blood. You know, uh, this value in, the, in our blood, this value in our bloodline and um, our ability to seek out our purpose within the eyes of the creator is important. You know, because when you're seeking out your purpose, then now you're using all of your talents for the for the divine, uh, quote unquote, everlasting purpose. You see, um, the divine everlasting purpose, as opposed to using your talents for material things that eventually Go back to the dirt anyway. You see? Yeah, I, I know it's not a... Um, <clears throat> excuse me. It could be a tough concept because there's so many distractions. Like, you know, we could be like, hey, let's let's go out. Let's get together do an, and do a collective healing um, experience, man. Let's Well, let's just get together and, and get to know each other. You know, let's, let's go somewhere. Let's go hiking together, man. And, you know, let's really build on these truths. Let's crack open the Anu way and really look at what what's being taught in that text and, and break that down. And, you know, um, you might be like, man, my show is on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I missed the last three episodes of, of my show or I didn't I didn't catch any of this season of uh, of my show, man. So I'm going to uh, I got it recorded on the uh, what was it, DVR, I think. See the DVR or TiVo, you know I ain't got no TV. I think it's a DVR y'all use. You know I'm a I'm a binge watch. I'm gonna go on to a streaming service. I'm a binge watch all the last season. You know, um, 
I'm not going to be sitting up in there with y'all. You see, now what are you trading? What are you trading on? So I would rather have the meat soup than have the spiritual food. I don't want to feed myself spiritually. See, that's supposed to be the value of these experiences is the, is the spiritual feeding, not the entertainment. I look at Chief and once in a while he cracks a joke and or he goes off somebody, oh, Chief, crazy. If that's all it is to you, you're a moron. And I want you to stop being a moron. Don't be a moron anymore. Peace, Alicia, Ali Isha. You know, um, don't be that anymore, man, because that will that will get you killed. You know, it's time to be wise. You got to be wiser than a horse. Like Brother Antonio just said, the horse says, I'm going to drink when I'm thirsty. You know, um, a lot of us are thirsty and dehydrated, and we've been dehydrated and thirsty for so long that we don't even know the signs of it anymore. We don't even realize we're thirsty and dehydrated at this point. So we're just feeding the lower person, the lower woman, the lower man. And, and you know, the upper man is just sitting there, and the upper woman, like, I'm eternal, so you keep playing around if you want. Go ahead, keep playing. Now, when you fall back to when you're dirt again, <laughs> I'll continue my journey. But that messianic potential that you had in your own blood, you don't get that now. Somebody else is gonna get that. You know, it's almost like how we treat the hood. You know, we sit here and complain about gentrification, but. Gentrification only occurs when you sat on top of the wealth for so long. You got a you got a hood on the water. Oceanfront hood property. And you do nothing with it. You don't buy up the old buildings. You don't keep it clean. You know, you, you don't you let people act however they want in that space. And then peace Olga Jamalaya. And then when someone else comes and, and exploits the value of it, now you sit in there pouting. They chasing us out of our own neighborhood. It ain't your neighborhood. So it's the same thing with your own spiritual and physical beings. Peace, Maroon Beauty 21. Grand rising to you. You know, when you don't see that value or that inherent value in your purpose, in your bloodline, and what's been given to you, then it skips you. It skips you. So it's time to reclaim it. You know, like I said, with this fast, it, it, it kind of brought back the remembrance of that. Not only thinking about Jacob and Esau or Yaqub, you know, um, and Esau, but even also thinking about um, Yahweh being tempted coming out, you know, and uh, having to be in, in a position where it's like you have to be able to see underneath. You got to be able to use your first eye vision and see that what you're offering me is not um, it's not greater. Peace, peace, Cole. Grand rising, bro. You know, um, that it's not, it's not greater, man. Like I said, we're trading our whole bloodline for soup. And you got to think about what kind of <clears throat> respect would a society have or a nation have for people like that. They know that you got the talent. They know that the Messiah's bloodline comes through you, period. There's no, it's not even really debatable. <laughs> it's not even debatable at this point. You bring forth the Messiah. Okay, but how about this basketball contract? How about this 360 deal? You know, you just got accepted to school, and but you, but you got this girl over here pregnant. Well, I'm going to sacrifice the baby. 
Now, meanwhile, while I'm on YouTube all day watching videos about human sacrifice and Pizzagate scandals and things like that, but I'm I'm walking my girl into an abortion clinic. You are the Illuminati. You are the one sacrificing babies to Molech. Molech, the deity who ate babies. That's you. Why? Because you sacrificed your bloodline or your potential to raise a Messiah for food. That you didn't even need. Because think about the story of Yaqub and Esau. He came in from a day's work and he was like, I'm going to die if I don't eat. <laughs> it was one day. <laughs> but you see how the mind can, can play tricks on you and, and make you think your situation is something that it truly isn't. You know, so you think about all the things, man. Um, oh, I have the potential to be in a wonderful, beautiful, fulfilling relationship, but... My job says they want to transfer me, transfer me across the country. You know, I got to get this money. You know, um, my children want to spend more time with me and learn more about me and who I am. But, you know, when I come home from work, I'm, I'm just dead tired or I'm trying to get this business off the ground. They'll appreciate me later. How many different ways do we despise or disregard our birthright? And as a result, we trade it in for trinkets. How many different ways do we do that? I've been guilty of it. I'm not speaking from a, from a place of, of total um, chronic righteousness ab initio. You know, uh, there have been times I've done the same thing. I've sacrificed uh, the greatness that I could have been for hot sandwich, <laughs> hot sandwich. So this is what I'm saying. You know, just in this time, like I said, beginning this fast um, this evening which will be the start of the seventh day or Saturday or Sabah or Sabbat, you know, or uh, Yom Sheva, you know, um, just give some consideration to that, man. The potential that you have, like I told you, impossible is I am possible. So what is possible to come through you? And who's trying to keep it from coming through you? Who's trying to keep you from producing that Messiah? You know, as the COINTEL's program, one of its initiatives was to stop the rise of a black messiah. You think it's over? You think after after they crushed the Panthers, they would they all right, we're good now. After they flooded the, the communities with, with uh cheap narcotics, they're like, all right, good. Now it's you know, it's self regenerated, it's working on itself. No. Like like we read earlier. When they were talking about the children of Yisrael, let us deal with these people shrewdly. Let us deal with them wisely. You know, everything doesn't come. I'm going to tell you, your biggest hurt comes at the face of a smile. Your biggest con doesn't come with a grimace. It doesn't come with a grimace. Yo, let me, yo, you know what I'm saying? Give me, give me $2,500 for this pyramid scheme. It doesn't come like that. It comes with smiles. Peace, brother. How you doing? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hotep. Hotep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, man, we got this beautiful uh, multi-level uh, family economic building that we're doing. And we got three different rings. You know, you got the earth ring, the fire ring, the water ring, you know, the air ring. And you can invest in different ones, man. And you can bring the family in. This is group economics, brother. This is group economics. Big old smile, everything like that. The biggest con always comes with a smile. The biggest con doesn't come with a grimace, man. Why? Because let us deal wisely with these people lest they multiply. Remember that one? Peace, Ricochet. Lest they multiply. 
What happens if they mult? They say they may they may join with our enemies and take us over. Well, who's the enemies of the principalities of evil? High level archetypes. You thinking the enemies they talking about is like the brothers and sisters in Africa? No. If we multiply our numbers, and then we join with those archangels and those higher level orishas and orishas and those Neturu and those evolved ancestors. Those are the enemies of principalities and evils in high places. <laughs> so what if you had a nation strong of people? We got our new nation. It could just be 200 people. But then you got 200 people that have joined with all of the, the spiritual guardians and the ancestors and the archangels that are connected to them. Now, now Pharaoh has an issue. Pharaoh's got a problem. That's what they're speaking about. See, a lot of times we're thinking that we're going to beat this thing and we're going to get over this thing through um, marching. And I'm going I'm I'm to be total, totally honest with you. Conscious awareness and the black liberation isn't even your way out of this thing. It, we need more than that. I'm telling you, we need more than that. Um, we've always needed more than that. That's why those none of those things ever work. You know, they never will work. You could you could march to to your your feet, rub down to your ankles, man, and you walking on bones, clicking up and down the street. It's not going to work. You know, because there is a birthright that you're neglecting by feeding into your your emotions and your anger. There's a there's a whole birthright that you're sacrificing, forgetting about. That whole that whole be fruitful and multiply. There's some power in that. It's a lot of power in there, you know. So yeah, man, I just wanted to share that, and I wanted to kind of just prepare you for the fast and give you some things to think about, and and willfully, everything I just said is like you like that, Amy. I didn't sacrifice my bloodline, you know, or I haven't um, made bad deals because that's what we're talking about: getting caught up in bum bum deals. That was a bum deal for Esau. That's why he's looking back at it and like, he's like, you know what? I'm going to brutalize your people <laughs> from the, to, to the day, to eternity. I'm going to brutalize your people. You con me, man. You got me caught up in a bad deal. I, hold my, I sold my whole birthright for a pot of soup. And then now you become Yisrael. That's messed up, man. <laughs> you got me. You did me dirty. You know, now you become Israel. You, you, you see what I'm saying? So, you know, in the same instance, man, some of us are signing bad deals. You know, we're learning about that, man. Kanye West, for those of you in, in music, I need to get a screenshot copy of it. He posted a wonderful, amazing manifesto about what he feels new deals should be. It's just so unfortunate that sometimes he has some of these imbalanced kind of rants, which I don't think is... I don't think it's by accident, but he has some of these imbalanced rants and sometimes it causes you to miss the stuff in between that he, that he says sometimes. And I'm not trotting him as any kind of leader of anything. I don't think he's qualified in the least bit. You know, that's one of the problems when we have celebrities and influencers influencing things that are important. But I'm just talking about the music. But 
he said something that applies to other things and, and he spoke about what should happen going forward with people in their deals and stuff like that. And it was, it was very poignant, you know, but, um, he signed bad deals. You know, I've signed bad deals. Sometimes your bad deal is a bad marriage. You know, you, um, you sold away your potential to bring forth a deity because somebody had a nice smile, you know, or because they, had a, a good job with benefits or because your family said you may not see it now, but you'll see it later. That's a good, that's a good woman or that's a good man. And you signed away what could have been it's a lot, a lot of, a lot of bad deals being made. You know, there's a lot of bad deals and, and innately and subconsciously, we know we're making these bad deals. That's why we always jump to things that don't have a contract. Somebody says, hey, man, you can have cell phone service, no contract. Uh, all right, that's it. Where do I not sign? <laughs> you know, because we sold our greatest things by contract. Uh, many of us were sold and brought to this land by contract. So contracts get a heck out of us for a lot of us, you know. Um, but when you learn how to make a good deal based upon your value, and you are now speaking from a position of, of value, it becomes a whole different kind of experience. When you have to negotiate, negotiations are typically done from, from a place where there's no power. So it, it becomes a very scary and frightening thing, you know. But um, when you know the value and the power of your birthright, your contracts look completely different or you may not have contracts. You know, you, you may realize, look, I don't have to do this with you. I don't, I don't, I don't need you. <laughs> I don't need you for nothing. I, I got this. I'm good. You know? Um, so yeah, man, in your time of, of reflections, you know, I, I really will that you kind of think about that inherent value and most importantly, just your blood, just your blood, man. Like what could I bring forth? Because, you know, there's some people on this planet that will never bring forth anything great. And you got I used to think about that all the time. And I've been thinking about this for a long time. I'm going to tell you when. When Michael Jordan was at was at his, I don't know, I don't know if you say his peak. But I remember I used to look at Jordan, and I'm not a sports watcher at all. So you start listening. It's the only thing I've ever really watched consistently was fighting and and racing you know i, I like motorcycle racing and, and motocross but outside of that i'm not i'm not much of a consumer i'm a producer so i'm not gonna sit and just consume like sports entertainment all day and watch somebody do something that i could be doing myself but you can't ignore certain mir miraculous feats and in understanding that miracles are based upon laws and commandments Sometimes that's the problem. We look at someone perform a miracle like Jordan and we just see it as a one-off. And sometimes we don't see that his ability to produce a miracle is because he has submitted himself to certain laws and commandments of what it, what it takes to be great. But I used to look at him and say, damn, man. There's some people that will never produce that. That's got to mess with you. That's got to be a pretty aggravating and agitating feeling. You know that, you know, you might be married and whatever comes out of your wife, your wife could be walking around pregnant. And you know that whatever comes out, 
it will never be as great as this. Now, I'm not just citing athleticism as this. this people do other, you know, many great things on the planet, um, men and women, you know. But that's when it struck me, just looking at him. And I was just like, man, there are some people who will never produce that. They'll never produce a Michael Jackson. They'll never produce a James Brown. You know, like I said, a Reginald Lewis or Ben Carson. Ben Carson says a lot of stupid things, but let's not take away from his brilliance. He was reprogrammed because of his brilliance. They caught they caught him early. And they said, yeah, we can't have him being racially aware. <laughs> we can't have that happen. And this man is, is, too, is too brilliant. You know, um, so now, like Kanye, he becomes a laughingstock. But these are people that actually have something. They recognize their birthright. When Kanye said, well, what if I do tell you I'm a god? Now what? Okay, I am a god. What? Now? He was saying something. He was saying, I know my birthright. You ain't going to trick me out of my birthright. That's what you've been trying to do my whole life. I know my birthright. When Ben Carson was doing open heart surgery, he was saying, I know my birthright. Look what I could do. Because this ain't nothing. My people were doing this in, in, back in ancient Kemet. Back in ancient Kemet, they were doing eye surgery. Figure that one out. They were doing a heart surgery in Kemet. They were doing eye surgery in Kemet. You had the, the field of psychology in Kemet. People think that they called it uh, talk medicine. <laughs> you know, when Nietzsche spoke about it and they, you know, they say, yeah, he was the first one to really have people talk their problems. Bull crap. That's a total and absolute lie. No, I don't mean like me, Adrian. I don't know, you know. <laughs> but, uh, but um, you got, you have three days of fasting that we're getting ready to go into. Whether you want to do a dry fast, liquid fast, or if you just want to cut back a little bit. However you can, you can do. You know, don't don't feel guilty if if some of us who can do a dry fast, you know, understand that most of us built up to that. You know, our first fast didn't wasn't probably that, you know, um, it takes some time and it's not a religious thing. So don't look at it like, you know, if I don't do this now, I'm, I'm falling from grace. It's, it's not that. But, you know, just give yourself that time in the desert, you know, um, like that 40 days and 40 nights to kind of reflect on what it is that you want to be and what it is that you want to do based on the beauty and the value of your bloodline. And, you know, just make a pact to yourself that I'm not selling my birthright anymore. I'm not selling it. I'm not selling my intellectual property, my IP. I ain't doing it. I come up with something great. It's mine. And we're going to work from there. I'm going I'm I'm going to recognize that the only master I have is my creator who created me and who is still making me. And anything that I create going forward is mine. My children are my property. My art is my property. You see. I'm not selling my the beauty and the value of the birthright, especially those of you who are of the tribe of Yehuda, or what you may call Judah, where other people got a name from. This is what got me kicked off of IG. So let's see what happens. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm like, why you kick me off, man? You got other people on there. They're way less subtle than I am. You know what I mean? They're way less subtle. Why me? <laughs> but anyway, but um, if you are the tribe of praise, Yehuda is the tribe of praise. Yehuda means praise. You know, um, why would you sell your birthright? Your birthright is your art, is your music, because you are of the tribe that does that. If you're from the Caribbean, you know, just because you're from the Caribbean doesn't mean that you're of the Levitical order. But let's just say if you do have that gift, you know, um, why would you sacrifice your ability? Yeah, exactly. F-I-G. I'm with you, you know. Um, <laughs> but why would you sacrifice your ability to encourage and, and, and inspire like Jesse Jackson? Man, my favorite speaker to this day. Amazing speaker. I said speaker. <laughs> All right. Now he and his mind is woo. That man's mind is amazing. Jesse Jackson. Yeah, I said Jesse Jackson. Messy Jesse Jackson. I said it. Yeah. His politics and, and his agenda is something different, but I'm not going to take away the value of his mind. Man, it's brilliant. And and the way he can he can control, oh my God. MC, Master of Ceremonies, Jesse Jackson. Martin Luther King was another one. Oh my goodness, man. This dude was brilliant. You know, um, graduated school super early. You know, he was a whiz kid. And then just his whole style, his his cadence, his voice, like, woo! And he sacrificed his gift for a little while. He did. Uh-oh, I think I'm frozen. Y'all let me know if I'm if I'm frozen. <sighs> yeah, I don't think I'm going to use this method again. I think I froze up a little bit there. But start talking about some of the important stuff. You see what happens. But, um... Yeah, I definitely must have froze because I see the chat room ain't even moving, you know. So I'm going to give it a second and see if it if it comes back to life, back to reality. Let's put this over here. Um, I think I'm completely frozen up. Y'all let me know in the chat room if I'm completely frozen because I think I'm completely frozen. You can hear it even if you choose. Okay, cool. Whatever. So, all right, man. Um, yeah, man. Martin Luther King, brilliant. He sacrificed himself a little bit. Then he woke up when he did that fire on the mountain speech. Then they was like, "All right, gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go now. You get. Oh, you waking up to your birth, your birthright? You gotta go. You know. Um, shoot, Bill Cosby. Man, don't let them people. Don't let them people fool you." Genius comedian. Bill Cosby was funny. A lot of you only know Bill Cosby as a, as an old man. But you got to go back, man. Yeah, it was, it's delayed. Thank you for letting me know I'm back. But yeah, it was delayed. Bill Cosby was a comedic genius, man. He was on par with Richard Pryor. You know, we talk about Richard Pryor a lot. And Richard, don't get me wrong, Richard Pryor was amazing. But, um, oh, the delay is on your end at times. Okay, thank you, Kashia. 
But Bill Cosby was amazing, man. And Bill Cosby was controlling the scene back in the 70s, man. He had won so many Emmys. He probably could have thrown some out. He won so many Emmys because he was controlling TV. You know, this was before Cosby Show and all of that. We talking about back in the 70s. He was controlling TV. And genius comedian and still had his finger on... Oh, it's not lagging his back as a thing. Okay, good. Thank you. Still had his finger on the pulse of other hood. <laughs> you know, you go watch Uptown Saturday Night and just look at the, the, the comedy, you know... When he was dancing and all of that, let's do it again. And you, still was, he was hilarious, man. I ain't, I ain't take, letting nothing get take away from him, man. Yeah, he sold his birthright, man. He screwed up too. He sold his birthright because we'll see what the thing is. When you know your purpose and your value, there's certain things you ain't gonna do. There's certain people you're not gonna lay with. I'm not messing up my bloodline, effing with you. I'm bringing forth the Messiah. And always remember the Messiah is twins. It's Luke and Leia. It's Chokma and Bina on the Kabbalah chart. The Messiah is not one individual. It's two. Um, it's twins. You know, but so many genius people in our community, like I said, Ben Carson, Dr. King, you know what I mean? Um, Jesse Jackson, Bill Cosby, um, Cat Williams, you know, um, Great minds, great minds, you know, don't, don't, don't trade away your IP, your intellectual property for milk or for meat. Don't do it. I'll trade my IP for spiritual advancement. I'm trading in spirit. Yeah, Sidney Poitier, exactly. Bill Cosby ran TV, Sidney Poitier ran film. Those two together, like y'all don't even... You don't even understand how, how powerful those two together were. They were so powerful that they don't that they made sure that they structured business in a way that you can't have that anymore. Who runs TV now? You see, now we could take someone like a Will Smith and say, okay, you know, huge movie star or even a Tom Cruise. We, we could take someone like that and say, okay, well, now if you took a Will Smith and partnered him with someone who runs TV. But then you got to take it back. We're talking about the 70s and the 60s. That's what we're taking. We ain't talking about today. <laughs> These dudes were juggernauts. When they did those three films together, This, this they were juggernauts. Oh, my goodness. Sidney Poitier didn't, didn't sell his birthright, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know who we married. We, we know. But he, that was strategic. But he's done a lot of work in the community. Him and Harry Belafonte, they they get busy. Harry Belafonte, Sidney Poitier, Danny Danny Glover, they get busy. They get busy. You want to talk about people who are doing who are doing the work? Those three get busy. You know, quietly. You wouldn't even know, right? They ain't selling their birthright for nothing. You know. So that's all I'm saying, man. F. Excuse me. Forget the accolades. Forget the accolades. Forget the uh, the meat. Forget the material. Uh, to serve with love was was. I mean, it was a lot, man. Sidney Poitier was. You can't count all his films. You got to go back to the black and white. Yeah, like, he's been doing films for a very long time, you know. Um, and 
people don't remember, but he was a sex symbol. I mean, my mother used to talk about Sidney Poitier. Sidney Poitier. You know, like he was a sex symbol. But he was the Denzel of his time, but much larger. Much, 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 much larger. You know, um, he was a, he was a sex symbol across the board, not just for um, melanin dominant women, but also for, um, you know, Caucasian women, and Asian women, Mexican. Everybody wanted Sidney Poitier and he's dark as night, straight out, straight out of the Bahamas. Dark as night. These dudes were juggernauts, man. They were juggernauts. Sidney just knew how to play. He's like, I'm going to go and get me this white wife. I'm going to do this work, and I'm going to be quiet about it. Bill was a little different. Bill had Camille. Camille got the short natural. He's giving all his money to, to, to his HBCUs. Then he, then he goes into grandpa mode, which he was right. Everything he said, I don't care what y'all say. He was right. Pull your pants up. Learn how to speak to us. He was absolutely right. I had no problem with nothing he said. You know, people could say whatever they want about him, you know. He'll come home, free bill. <laughs> free bill, you know. But these are genius people who didn't sell their birth, their birthright, man. They maintained it. And we all got something. If we didn't all have something, they wouldn't spend so much time trying to distract you from what it is that you can do. We all come with something, man. And sometimes what what you have is your ability to bring forth something. It might be a child. It might be art. You know, like I said, it might be music. It might be your dance. It might be your style, the way you dress. It might be the way you talk. And, you know, there are people who are trying to assimilate into what you have and kind of wash out, you know, what you have innately. So that way you can't be recognized when it's time to cash in on your on your birthright. We don't even... You look at a Ben Carson now... The community doesn't even recognize him. I read his book back in the days. You know, that's how, I, that's how, I, that was my first introduction to Ben Carson. Um, my father actually gave me his book. He's like, man, check this out. His brother's deep. You know, this is way back in the days. And I was just on like, just him as a surgeon. Then he started talking, you know, we talking 20, 30 years late. Now he's talking and it's like, <laughs> You know, but, um, yeah, man, you know, um, we got some great people, man, and we got some greatness in us and stop trading it off, man, because the things that you're trading it off for, they turn into dirt. Every last thing you take a pile of money and you don't preserve it properly. You know, it decomposes. Turns into dirt. Your body turns back into dirt. Your clothes. At least they should. Don't be wearing no, you know, no fake fabrics. But uh, everything's going to turn back into dirt. Everything's going to turn back into dirt. Yeah, they did a, a movie on Ben Carson, you know. But I mean, he's just one of many, man. It's there's a, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of genius that we have, um, and because we don't understand it, sometimes we ridicule it. I've heard someone recently speak down about Shirley Chisholm young cat, you know, and it was a wall and he was like, yeah, everybody on that wall is cool except for that one. You know, when you are in a war, everybody has to take a different position. Everybody's not going to be in the hood, grassroots, starting homeschools and stuff like that. Yeah, you need that, but you need other things too. 
peace, quantum love. You know, you need other things as well, man. You know, I really need to hear this today. Give and thank. Word. No problem, cuz. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, um, we all take up different positions. Why am I not on here, like, going off and using profanity? And Not that that's not in me. It's in me. Because I'm speaking to a certain group of people who want to come into conscious information, but maybe sometimes are driven away by the raggedy, unprofessional delivery. You know? Man, I needed this guidance years ago, Chief. No, you didn't. You needed it right now. <laughs> Just say that to yourself, man. It's all divine timing. Oh, give thanks, Ricochet. Grow. Yeah, my 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 um nervous twitch is going away. Grow, grow. I think I think something's healing in me and in you where the twitch is going away. No respect for people stepping out and what they saw as solutions. Exactly. You know what I mean? It, it, you know, there's so many different you got to realize you're going against a systematic beast. It's a beast, but it's a machine. It's a mechanical Godzilla. You don't just attack the eye. You don't just kick it in the groin. You need to come at many different angles to do what? To disassemble it. A lot of people don't, don't, don't understand that part. You know, so yeah, you're going to have Nerdy Brother in, in the lab. You need Nerdy Brother in the lab because Nerdy Brother in the lab, you need him to tell you about the chemicals that you're eating that are that are causing damage and harm to your body. You know, then you're going to have Spiritual Sister. Spiritual Sister's in the garden and she's growing herbs. You need that too. You know, and then, and then you have Big Rough Brother and Sister. Let me tell you something about that, man. I'm going to say this and I want to I want to head out. I had a busy day. There's no standard for what melanin men should look like or what melanin women should look like or behave like. There's no there's no standard. Right? It's it's all tribal. It's all based on your nation. There are some melanin dominant men with micro penises. There are some melanin dominant females with acetal. You see what I'm saying? They got nothing. They just got a back leading into legs. No booty. Right? Does that make them any less, as y'all would say, African or melanin dominant? No, not at all. We come all different kind of ways, man. And when you create these fake standards, man, you know, you create these fictitious caricatures that people feel that they need to aspire to. You see what I'm saying? Hey, I can't play basketball. I suck. I played. I played in, in school and I sucked. I was second string. And and I quit the team because I was second string. And I got beat out by a kid named Jesse. A Caucasian kid. I think he was Italian. He beat me out for the first string spot because I suck at basketball. And everyone was sitting there shocked. <laughs> like, how, how is it you can't play basketball? Right? Well, some of us say we can't all play. <laughs> but I can fight. But we can't all play basketball. Right? 
So sometimes we set these fictitious standards and don't realize that we're nation builders, man. We're nation, but we have always been the nation builders of the continent. That's why they scooped us up off off the west coast of, of the continent and brought us here to build a nation. They didn't they didn't they didn't know how to build a nation. They didn't say, well, let's just bring some laborers. Come on, man. Like don't don't fall for that. Don't don't fall for that. You was just somewhere picking cotton, singing, don't trust them them new niggas over there. Don't fall for that. No, man, you were doing carpentry work. You were doing plumbing work. Because you have plumbing in ancient Kemet. <laughs> the world learned plumbing from you. They brought you over here to be engineers and architects and, and to, to invent elevators and invent hot combs and, 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 and invent uh, uh, traffic lights and invent the cell phone and, and learning how to use gamma, you know, gamma energy to create other different and create the microchip. They brought you over here to do that because you're a nation builder. They brought you over here to teach them masonry and not just masonry, mason. You think they would have, you know, the Masonic energy is all about just trying to be Kimites. That's what every Masonic, they'll call it the Scottish Moorish rituals. Every Masonic ritual is trying to emulate the energy of the ancient Nagaru and Nagara of ancient Kemet, which you call the pharaohs or the pharaohesses. That's all it is. So let's let's just bring the ones over who built that place to teach us. We get into those rituals one day about the old black man. Some Masons know about that one, the old black man that they have to greet. When they go to the higher degrees and they have to tell that old black man that you are my father. <laughs> Masons, Muslim sons. But anyway. Don't sacrifice what you got, man, for Malik. Don't sacrifice it for nothing. If you got to go live in a freaking cardboard box, <laughs> that's better. Don't sacrifice it for a contentious mate. Uh-uh. Those contentious mates will beat you out of your, your birthright. Everything you want to do, they're laughing at you. That don't pay the bills, whatever. You know, or you need to grow up. Oh my God, you got a degree in this. You don't even use your degree. No, because I'm using higher degrees. They're called spiritual degrees. Those degrees go deeper into the ground. I'm going, I'm going higher up into the cosmos, sucker. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> you know these universities are built upon the lowest degrees of the masonic order like i'm going past 30 33rd degree they only got one third of the puzzle you got one third of the puzzle and you think it's something special and you only got one third of it peace mental alchemist all is mine <laughs> so yeah man we're going into this fast this evening. We're going to have the, the call at one. And I just want you, I suggest you do what you want to do. You know, I, I'm not here to, uh, <laughs> yes. <okay. laughs> I'm not, <laughs> funny for sure. I'm not here to, uh, tell you what to think or, or what to do. That ain't, that ain't my job. Um, I'm just here to give you some, you know, maybe some alternatives to how you've been doing things. And uh, maybe sometimes there's people that you could recognize. You may not see them, you know, 
and you may not see the genius, people like August Wilson and Nikki Giovanni, and, you know, um, Last Poets and, and all of these, these great people who chose not to sell their birthright. And we look at them sometimes and we laugh, you know, or Dane Dash, <laughs> you know, we look at them and we say, oh, you could have been this and you could have been that, you know, and, and they say, yeah, but I still got my integrity. And what is my integrity? Integrity means integral structure. See, you break down your integral structure. Your integral structure is what? What I have built, what I, what was put in, inside of me, what I was created to be before I made myself into something. Creation and making, making comes after creation. You know? Let us make man in our image, male and female. He created them. So you're created and then you're made in the image of the creator. And if somebody knows knows that and says, well, we're going to wait until it right soon as it's created and we're going to snatch it and then we're going to start making it in our image. Well, how are we going to do that, boss? Fluorescent lights. Shots. We're going to have the woman laying against gravity when she's giving birth. We're going to have her laying on her back. So she's got to really force and push. She got to, she going to have to force so much that her anus is going to split. We're going to have to sew that back up in her. You know, then we're going to, we're going to shoot a, a, a big old needle up her spine. She ain't even going to be a part of the process. Then we going to take the baby and bring it down to a nursery with a bunch of other crying babies that ain't got nothing to do with this tribe of ilk. Just confuse it, confuse it, confuse it. We're going to make it into us. Because how else can we control it if we don't make it into us? Wow, boss, you so are smart. You sure you darn right I'm smart. I've been reading them old ancient books. It tells you how to make a person. I read something about a Yakum and a 21 scientist and grafting out the brown germ to get into the red germ and into the yellow germ and into the ain't no germ. <laughs> yeah, man. Don't fall for the okie doke. All right, everyone. It's time to uh, catachugi boogie. And uh, I know you got a lot of things that you want to do today. And um, you want to prepare. You probably maybe chief. I'm like 150 solid. I need another way to <laughs> Weight comes and goes, YG gutter. 150 solid is solid. Hey, man, that's solid. You know, you know what I mean? Ain't nothing wrong with 150. You know what I mean? I was 150 uh, in seventh grade. Yeah, I know I was 180 and no, I was 180 in 10th grade. Yeah, 150 is good, man. You can do a lot at 150, you know. Um, peace, peace, Baba Utu. Yeah, man. Yeah, I had some electronic issues today too. It's all good. All right, but uh, yeah, I know you might want to run and go get your vegetables and your fruit or whatever to prepare for the fast. Or if you're doing just salad, you know. Um, and, I, and again, at 1 p.m., I'm not going to give too much guidance on the fast, but at 1 p.m., we're going to have a, that's going to be on the Our New Life Global Ministries channel. Um, just like, a, you know, some help if you got questions. So put your questions together um, that you want to ask about the best way to do it. So even like you, YG Gutter. Oh, where, where can I send you my music? Um, I'll find you on YouTube and I'll give you a, a, um, a, a Dropbox link. Dropbox link, excuse me, that you could drop it into. Um, yeah, hey, talk the truth, and they willingly sign those contracts. 
you know, a lot of us do it. We have tacit contracts and then we have explicit contracts. Sometimes we sign tacit contracts. Oh, thank you, Krishan. I appreciate this. Skip that soup, bro. <laughs> yeah, skip the meat, the spiritual meat. But yeah, sometimes we, we sign. I appreciate that, Krishan. 9999999. Definitely appreciate it. Thank you for all of y'all, man, who giving super chats. I know it's probably like a regular YouTube thing and probably because I'm old school, I'm like make a bigger deal out of it. But I think it's a big deal when someone gives a dollar, two dollars, three dollars, four dollars, fifty dollars people have given in a pandemic. You know what I mean? So I don't take it lightly because I know right now, um, even if even if you still have your job and you're doing well, you probably have family who's not doing so well and maybe friends that you've been helping out maybe and, you know, sharing resources with. So I'm very appreciative personally. So I just wanted to say that for all of you who have, have given super chats, man. Thank you so much. No matter the amount, because, <laughs> you know, sometimes it, 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 even that two, three dollars, you're like, man, I need that. I, you know, he ain't got nothing in the fridge, man. I need to buy some pasta, some beans, or something, and you know, and and steal some condiments, <laughs> you know, out of out of out of a fast food, try to hook it up, you know, and pull some scallions out of the ground. Um, so you know, thank you, K Boogie. You know, so I, I'm I'm appreciative. I just want to say that, man, of everyone who's um, who's giving super chats and who's sharing sharing. The um the videos. Oh, give thanks, Hassan. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, reciprocity. Yeah, you know, I definitely appreciate the reciprocity. Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? Um, I definitely appreciate it. For real. Don't 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 get me wrong there. Um But I just let you know I, <laughs> I appreciate it, you know. Because it times times are kind of rough right now for a lot of people, man. And they and they're gonna continue to be rough. You know, so when you take out your time or you, you, you come out of your pocket and say, here, well, here's something for you. Thank you for what you just gave me. You know, um, that's a that's a big deal, man. And you know what? Listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't mean to pull, you know, Uncle Rank on y'all. But value your contribution. No matter what it is. I mean, you ain't got to get arrogant because yeah, I gave you a dollar, mother effort, you know, like, but I'm just saying like, when you give of yourself, value that. It's just like when I speak and people are like, chief, I'm telling you, man, you and I have to stop them sometimes. I'm like, I, I know what I give you. I'm, you listen to my earlier segments, I was saying that. Like early, like 2010. Like, I, I know the value of this. Because people would always be like, chief, you're giving so much. You're giving so much you could charge for that. I know I'm a businessman. I've, been, I've had my first business when I was 11. I've been hustling and I don't hustle anymore. And I don't mean like legal or legal hustle, but I mean when we get to a certain point, you gotta be a Mac. You gotta you gotta put the hustling aside when you get to a certain age and know how to do business properly. But I was a young hustler who who graduated into being a businessman. Like I, I, I know the value of stuff. I know. I know what I'm giving you and I wanna give it to you. All right? It's not it's not because I'm just spilling gems and don't no, I want I want to give this to you. You know, um, so I'm appreciative. And please, you be aware of what you get. Please. You know, so just take this, <laughs> take this appreciation 
you know, um, and take it for all that it is because it's not it's not false. It's from the bottom of my heart. I'm, I'm really serious. When I see the lies coming in, I'm not acting. When I'm like, oh, you know, it's surprised. I'm like, shoot, we're in the middle of a pandemic, <laughs> you know, and they still talking foolishness. And then after they, they open everything back up, y'all be locked down again next year. You know what I mean? It's just, you know, it ain't over. It ain't nowhere near over. You know what I mean? So anybody who does something for someone right now, just be appreciative. Because even if it's just a kind word, people are stressed right now, man. People are losing their jobs. They're losing their homes. They're losing their apartments. You know, they're losing family. People are getting, getting murdered um, as a result of the scientific tyranny that we are now under. You wait. You waiting for the new world order and despotism. This is it. But they 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 did it in a in a real fly slick way. You thought it was going to be off of civil unrest, and what they did was they created a scientific apocalypse. You know, so people are undergoing that scientific tyranny. You know, you go, you got to have needles needles poked into you now and tracking software and stuff like that. Gee, that that's that's nineteen eighty four. That's the new world order. That's Fahrenheit. Um, four eleven, like that's everything, right? That's all, all, all of the movies that you've been watching. <laughs> you know, Terminator. You know, Rise of the Machines. This is it. But they did it through science. So I know you're stressed, and you've been losing people, and you know. So thank you. I say all I like to say thank you. All right, all right. So I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna get to what I need to get to because truth be told. I do actually have to get some things for the fast myself. Um, <laughs> so I'm going uh, to pick up a couple of items. Uh, I got all my fruit. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I'm good there on fruit. I got, I got, uh, yeah, I got, a, I got, all, I got black seed oil. So I'm good because I like to put black seed oil in my shakes. Somebody asked about killing parasites yesterday. I'll let the Q&A go through some of that, but black seed oil is also good. So I, I, that's like engine oil. It tastes like engine oil. That's why I like taking it. feel like a machine. <laughs> feel like I'm drinking, uh, uh, t you know, uh, some WD-40 or, or some, you know, some, some 20, 20, uh, 30W, you know, viscosity, <laughs> you know, with, with the uh, engine oil. So, yeah, I do black seed and stuff like that. So, I got that. But a couple other little things um, I want to get for minerals. Because remember, you just dirt and you're going to go back to the dirt. So that's why, you know, the dirt got all that copper and iron and zinc and magnesium in it. And you got all that copper and iron and zinc and magnesium in you because you ain't nothing but dirt. All right, everyone. Enjoy your um your day. And we'll, we'll probably speak to later at one, at least for some of you. Again, remember, it's not going to be on this channel. It's going to be on Anu Life Global Ministries. For those of you who need the Q&A, you know, or want it, it that's where it will be. I didn't want to do it on this channel. Because it's, you know, I'm not the head of the fast, if you will. All right, everyone. So uh, be well. Be well, you know, and, and be at peace. All right. I'm going to head up on out of here.